This podcast is not suitable for work. If you're under the age of 18, kindly and with all due respect, get the fuck out. I mean it. Go on. Bye-bye. Mm-mm. See you later. This isn't for you. Nope. Mm-mm. America has a strange relationship with sex. We're obsessed with it, but it terrifies us. We censor it because it's constantly being shoved down our throats. But our dirty little secret is we like things shoved down our throats, especially when we're in bondage or we're wearing leather or being slapped around a little bit. And, oh, <clears throat> I'm Sunny Megatron. Join Ken Melvoinberg and I as we explore, dissect, and demystify American sex. Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness, American Sex, with Ken Melvoin Berg and Sonny Megatron. Hi, Ken. I love you. You're my favorite husband. I'm also your least favorite husband. Yeah, you are. You know what? <laughs> you, what? You get double, double the role in my life that means you're extra special. Yeah? What? I don't know. You're my double husband. Are you just making shit up? Yep. Okay. Trying to make you feel good. Doesn't work. <laughs> but I try. Do I get an A for effort? You get an A for effort. Well, thank you, Ken. I love you. I love you, too. So it's been an interesting week. Got a lot of stuff going on. Um, and I, I'm i really excited today because we're going to talk about the urethra. You know that I have a love for all things pee. You guys have heard me talk lots about pee, which also includes the urethra. So this is going to be part one of a podcast that we're going to talk to somebody who uh, does some regular play with their urethra. And I am proposing to you right now, Sonny, that we do a part two of this after I do a full urethral sounding a little bit later on. Really? Yeah, we'll do that at COPE. So after we are done with COPE in Ohio, the uh, Columbus, Ohio perversion excursion, it's the end of July. I want to do a full urethral sounding uh, and I want to go all the way to the prostate on the inside. Oh my God. Okay, should we make it a real episode or a bonus for our Patreon people? Because Patreon, no, no, this hole, is a real episode. Patreon, pee hole, and prostate all start with pee, and that's a theme. That's great alliteration. I know. I don't know. So, really, will you let me penetrate your penetrator? Yes, if we have the, if we, given that we have the correct equipment and atmosphere, and um, yeah, I'll let you do it. Even if we don't have somebody else to help, I can guide you through it. Are you scared? It's all nervousing. Good. Oh, it's nervousing. You used it's my nervousing. word. Yes, Look at nervousing. how much you love me. So why why do you want me? Why the change of heart? It's not a change of heart. We just never expressed an interest before. Now that I see how interested you are, I thought it'd be something that you enjoy and I would enjoy at the same time. And you know what? We could do something like go to an escape room or we could stick stuff in my pee hole. And you know what? Pee hole stuff, way cheaper than escape rooms, even though they're really fun. That's true. I like that. So you know how they say... You know, because we get a lot of people that come to us for coaching or whatever, like, how do I spice up my relationship? Things have gone stale. And we're like, well, one of the ways you can do that is you and, and a lot of, you know, therapists and there's been studies and all sorts of things that say, if you do something novel and different with your partner, and that could be either sexually, or it could be like going to an escape room or, hey, let's have a date. And instead of going movie night and dinner, we go bungee jumping or doing something like that. It fosters intimacy and togetherness when you do something, something slightly scary and new together. So, and it's definitely both of those. We're doing something, yes, yeah, scary and new, and absolutely 100% free. 
So I, I really, really, really like that. So yeah, listeners, you know, yeah, when you think of penises and sex, you imagine the penis being the one being the penetrator. But this episode is all about penises being penetrated. So if you're hearing this, and you just clenched up a bit, or you got a little turned on, you get a little drippy, a little hard in your pants, or you're completely confused, like how the fuck does that work? No matter what you're feeling, this week's interview should help you either feel more of what you're feeling because you like it or quell your fears. So we're going to talk with John C. Luna from the Living a Sex Positive Life podcast about the sexual practice of urethral sounding, which I'm, God, I'm so excited. Oh, I'm so excited. But first, we have a few other things. So Ken? Yes. Have you noticed I am completely geeking out over our promotions and giveaways lately? Yeah, I've noticed that actually. Really? More and more increased. Yeah. It's fun, you know, and and I think geeking out on advertising and business is fun because I used to be in the ad business for 17 years. So it's my old jam. And I really like coming up with very creative campaigns for our sponsors and ones that also benefit our listeners because I fucking love our listeners. So I've been also thinking that maybe in this week, this really started ruminating in my brain could i have a fetish for like bringing sex toys to the masses or making sure people have good orgasms on our behalf could that be a thing yes we already said that on our fat life profiles that we are ambassadors of fuck oh yeah so yeah i really like that i get very tingly inside um every time i have to announce a winner or i send out a sex toy so also what makes me happy is working with such great sponsors like our newest peepshowtoys.com and this month we've teamed up with peep show to give away a womanizer a lelo sona or a satisfier your choice so i did a facebook live stream on these three toys earlier this month and the link to that's on our show notes and that's also when i kicked off this giveaway so you can enter this giveaway all month at sunnymegatron.com slash peep show giveaway now two of the entry questions in the contest widget are going to ask you for a secret word the first secret word you can get right here ken you want to say it nope Oh, come on. Come on, say it with me. Snozberries. 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 The second secret word I mentioned in my Facebook Live video. So you got to watch that. Again, the link is on our show notes at sunnymegatron.com and American Sex podcast.com and speaking of peep show toys we've got some really cool stuff coming up in may with peep show including another giveaway and live stream and what's the live stream about should i tell them ken no yes you're right (laughs) i'm not gonna tell them they have to wait but you know what you know who already knows well us and our Patreon supporters, they already know because I gave them a sneak peek a few days ago and our private Patreon stream of what that video is about. Oh, and uh, Patreon supporters, peepshowtoys.com is going to be showing you some special love next month, too. And if you're sad because you're not a Patreon supporter, you know how to fix that, right? Go to patreon.com slash American sex. Ha ha. But really, everyone is going to get goodies from Peep Show Toys, Patreon supporter or not. 
Because listeners, you've got a special discount code you can use on any purchase. Use code SUNNY, S-U-N-N-Y, when you check out at peepshowtoys.com and you will get 10% off your entire order. And not only that, they've got a special Earth Day promotion going on right now through the end of April that actually stacks with my coupon code. So you can use both at the same time. What you do, you spend $35 at peepshowtoys.com and you get a biodegradable Gaia Eco Vibrator. Yeah, and that stacks with the 10% discount. What? God damn it, I love Peep Show Toys. Okay, so you know what's funny? Someone tweeted, <laughs> and we just cut out five minutes of laughing. Okay, Patreon subscribers, you'll hear our bloopers. But someone tweets us this week, and they're like, hey, um, look at this. It is an ad from Hooters where they have a new sauce at Hooters called Snozberries, and they're doing this big advertising push, and they're like, Snozberries taste like Snozberries. And they're like, how the fuck did you know? Because that's our goddamn secret word. And it's just funny that we knew. I was like, we have the gift. We knew that Hooters is going to be doing advertising for us. And Ken, your name is Psy Chicken, which is what? Psychic Ken. Because we knew. That's why. But, but I didn't know. I just roll with it, Ken. I knew. Ro- yes. Give me $125 now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. So our second sex toy giveaway for the month is sponsored by Castle Megastore. We have teamed up with Castle Megastore once again this time to give away a brand new toy that just hit the shelves. The Jimmy Jane Love Pod Halo valued at 150 American dollars. You can enter to win at sunnymegatron.com slash halo. That's H-A-L-O. And don't forget, friends of ours are friends of Castle Megastore. When you use code SUNNY, that's S-U-N-N-Y. At checkout, you'll get 20% off select items. Ahem. <clears throat> Are you ready? It's big welcome and heartfelt appreciation time to the new members of our Patreon family. That's excellent. So this week, I would like to welcome to our Patreon family, Serene, my good pal, Joshua. And Joshua, thank you for listening. I think that it is amazing that you listen to our podcast. Minerva. Brian, and Hippie on a Buffalo. (laughs) Best name ever. I love that. You all joined our Patreon family this week. Thank you so much for supporting us. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, guys. We love you. We love you all. You plus all of our existing Patreon members, plus anyone that joins during the month of April, will be eligible to receive one of five, not one, not two, not three, but four, but five kick-ass adult prizes in the mail. We've got some Lalo products, a bunch of BDSM gear, some high-quality silicone dildos, and some other mystery stuff from Ken. Yes, and it sounds like mystery stuff like belly button lint. No, it's no, good it's, stuff. No, 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 it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff. Not used or nothing. No weird mystery. Mystery no, means stuff good. costs extra. Oh, yeah, yeah. We sell that on one of those like websites on the dark web. Anyway, but last week, Ken... <laughs> You promised that if we surpassed 40 members by the end of April on our Patreon, you'd kick in two more surprises with a value of over $100 each. So listeners, that's why we're sending out five surprises rather than just three. And with so many awesome folks that joined this week, we are officially at... 
43 Patreon family members. Thank you, guys. That's awesome and amazing. Thank you so much for joining our Patreon family. It helps us. And let me tell you what you get. You get access to the secret stuff in our feed. All of our episodes early, early, early. Bonus audio, audio, audio. And that's not working. Okay, but you get all that stuff. Plus, you're eligible to get one of our five surprises this month and eligible for future mailings we've got coming up in the future as long as you stick with us, of course. And that's amazing. It gives you about a one in eight chance. Yeah. Way better odds than the lotto. You know what I think, though? What do to you keep think? keep those odds? What? I'm going to say it now. God, we are going to have so many expenses in mailing. I can't. It's like $10 a thing to mail. But we're going to do it. We get to 50 Patreon members. By the end of April? By the end of April. I will kick in. What do you kick in? I'm calling you out. What are you going to kick in? I have a, a whole fucking thing full of toys. I don't know. Something good. A dildo. <laughs> I'll kick in a dildo. I'll kick a dildo. Kick it right in the balls. No, I will kick in another pr- a good prize. Like this isn't shit. Like we have good stuff. I know. I wanted we to see what you factory I, I, I stuff. Wanted we, to see what you wanted to have. I don't I'm know because like, we gonna... haven't even totally picked our five. I know we've got some Lalo stuff. We got a bunch of like scandal uh, BDSM gear. We got a bunch of great silicone dildos. We have some fun factory stuff. So I will pick another amazing thing because I'm a good gift giver, and I you will are. kick in another surprise for six. If we get 50 Patreon members by the end of April. So if you wanted to ask our advice or tell us something that you wanted to share with our listeners, you can leave us a voicemail. Just call 773-MUFFTOY. That's M-U-F-F-T-O-Y. And if you're selected, we'll play your voicemail on air. You can also email us, of course, at americansexpodcast at gmail.com. Also, sign up for the Sony Megatron and American Sex Podcast newsletter. All you have to do is text the word Megatron, that's M-E-G-A-T-R-O-N, Megatron, to the number 444-999. You know, Ken, we got a lot of great feedback about last week's show. So people said they not only enjoyed the sex toy talk, but they really enjoyed the listener stories about things that they fucked And you know what else people say to me? They're like, you know, you guys have a dream job, testing sex toys, having amazing orgasms all the time for work. I wish I had that job. And I, uh, no, no, it doesn't work that way. It is not all fun in orgasms. When you review and test sex toys, they are not all great. And some of them are major, major fails. Ken, once. Yes. Remember when... I remember we, when my scrotum got sucked up in the... In the uh, I forgot. It was the squeal. It was the squeal. Yeah. yeah. Squeals squeal. don't work well on balls, we've learned. No, because it's like this little machine that like it's a tongue that goes around in circles and it took my scrotum, sucked it up inside and my scrotum was bleeding everywhere. It was yeah, awesome. Yeah, it was sad. And then I remember the Lalo Ida worst toy design ever. It's like a wearable couples vibrator that is just designed horribly and it, we tried to use it and he tried to penetrate me and then jumped off and screamed and like went, I think my dick is bleeding. <laughs> it was so bad. It was so bad. What else? The, the wonkinator. wonkinator. The yeah. wonkinator. So there was this device that we got. It's a sex machine that couldn't actually. So what, what it is, is it has like this jetpack thing on the back with disco lights. And it's really just a big thrusting vibrator. Unfortunately, the mechanism that this $900 sex toy used 
couldn't actually make it past the first vagina that we used it on. Yeah. It wouldn't even like go into it. It like went. Wah, wah, and it was wah. made out of, of cheap plastic. Talk about not body safe materials. When it, it just it, smelled like failure. Yeah, it smelled like weird plastic when it went. We called it the Wonkinator because when it thrusted it, the plastic made kind of like a weird crinkly noise and the machine went wonk and wonk and wonk. So it was the Wonkinator. It was, oh my God. But speaking of pain and penises, <laughs> I think this was a great transition into our interview. We're going to talk to John C. Luna about urethral sounding. So, Sonny, explain to the listeners exactly what urethral sounding is. Okay, this is important. Urethral sounding is when you get really close and put your ear up to somebody's pee hole and you can hear the ocean. Uh. <laughs> No, it's a lot more than that, more intense than that. And you know what? Why don't we let John tell you what it's about? So everybody who's a an amazing person, because you're listening to our podcast, so by definition, you have to be amazing. Here is John C. Luna. So we have John Luna on the line here to talk about something that I'm actually really excited about. Ken, are you excited about it? You have I'm the penis. I'm incredibly excited I mean, we both this. have urethras, which we'll get to that later, but you are excited. Are, you're, you just got done telling us not to give it away. Now you're giving it away. I'm, not, I'm just giving hints. People are like, <laughs> what are they talking about? So, John, you're going to talk to us all about urethral sounding. So for our listeners who whose interests are completely piqued or might be a little terrified right now, explain to us exactly what urethral sounding even is. Okay, urethral sounding is considered a, I guess, an extreme form of medical play. And what it involves is inserting an object, usually metal or silicone, into the urethra, meaning where you pee, and moving it uh, downward and uh, into, for a man, you can go pretty much all the way down to the prostate. And for a woman, you can go in a, about two, three inches in there, and it produces one hell of a feeling. Um, if you think of all the skin on your body, the inside of your urethra is a very, very sensitive spot. It really doesn't touch anything but liquid. So when you go ahead and lube, uh, it's called a sound up and insert it down in there, it, it can be one hell of an interesting feeling. Have either of you guys ever done it? Yes. I haven't. It's weird because I've had, um, I get really bad polycoaxalate kidney stones. So my ureter and urethra are completely scarred up and I didn't know if I would ever feel anything in there. Cause normally people have liquid go through. I have liquid and sharp, tiny little rocks that go all Ooh. throughout my, and that's why I was particularly interested in talking about this, even though I've done it, even though I played around with it. I'd like to talk to people that are, enthusiastic and have done it a long time and you may have you may be able to like troubleshoot questions that we have so one of the first things oh, i wanted to I know i was gonna like, say if i did it i did it Kevin. oh you did i did you a did. long oh. time ago when Ooh. i was younger i didn't know this i could have given myself a horrible infection <laughs> uh but i was reading some like erotica or something and i was younger this was before the internet and i'm not sure where i read about some hot erotic scene, probably in my friend's parents, like dirty books, some hot scene where somebody took a bobby pin and stuck it oh, in no. their urethra. And I did that. And I'm so glad I, I was, I don't know how old I was, young, but I'm so glad I didn't get an infection, but I did it too. How did it feel? It felt good. It didn't, it wasn't like, oh my God, I'm going to have an orgasm right here on the spot kind of feeling, but it was a nice feeling. I liked it. 
So and it felt a little naughty, like, ooh, I'm not supposed to be sticking stuff in there. It? Yeah, and that was kind of fun, too. And it's interesting. I've done it a few times, but I've never gone deep enough because of the kidney stones to hit my prostate. So that that was my biggest question for you, John, is what does that feel like when you get it deep enough to actually get on the inside of the prostate? Because normally when we're stimulating, it's from the other direction, right? Oh, Absolutely. And of course, I'm that one asshole. That <laughs> He's the asshole that didn't turn, <laughs> off, turn his off my phone. cell phone. Okay. Okay, go ahead. As I quietly turn off my cell phone now. <laughs> You're like, Oops, wait, as I quietly turn off mine too. Well, uh, first thing I want to put out there, not, I'm not a doctor. I actually started this. Um, I'm trying to figure out where I found it, but again, it was probably a porn. And then I know I found a website and we're going back to like 2004. So pre fet life. And I saw this. It looked hot as hell. I went online and I know I paid some outrageous thing, like 120 bucks for a sounding kit. Oh, yeah. Which is funny because, yeah, now they're online for like 40, 50 bucks. So what do they and look like for those listening and they can't visualize? Essentially, they're just rods. Uh, basically, one half of the rod will be one size. The other half will be one millimeter wider. So that way you have sizes from three millimeter all the way up to 18 millimeter. If you think of 18 millimeter... Uh, it's about the size of one of a, like a large person's finger. Okay. But again, they go all the way down to basically, uh, I'm trying to think, re- re- really thin, like a wire size. Um, don't recommend ever using the super small ones because they're prone to puncturing. <gasps> that, oh, I hurt. Yes. I hurt. I shook inside when you said that. Yeah. Oh. And I, when I first started this, again, I read about it on the internet. I didn't even know kinky people. I was like closeted kinky back then. But I'm like, hell, I, I was on this tirade. I had gotten my nipples pierced. I don't know what was going on. Got a tattoo and said, I'm doing this. <laughs> I'm going to get a tattoo, pierce my nipples and stick things in my dick. <laughs> we'll just call that a weird couple of years where I, w- I-, I was. Yeah. Not that it got bet. Not that it got different from there. It just kind of got worse anyway. But going back to your question, you said, what does it feel like? Um, when I do sounding, you could either do it shallow and essentially means all the way down to the, to the base of the penis. So you're not really going that far. Right. That's how far I, gone I've, that's as far as I've explored before. And that's for us exploring, like going to, uh, Muncie, Indiana from Chicago. So it's not going very far. We haven't made it to Europe like you have. No, no. <laughs> and what happens is when you hit the base of a penis, you actually have to like tilt it up because there, there's, there's something with the anatomy that the urethra actually curves, starts curving up inside you. And then you just let it fall and push it down. It gets a little further. Getting it down there is definitely a very good but odd sensation. I liked it. It was one of those, ooh, this is this is this is very nice. I'm hopefully not hurting nothing, and thankfully I wasn't. But um later on I discovered if you go ahead and do that and then touch the sound with a vibrator. <gasps> holy shit. It's like getting vibrated directly on your prostate. Ooh. So would that be, it, it's more intense, and I, I'm going to make the assumption that you've had a prostate vibrator in your ass. Is it a lot more intense than that kind of feeling? Uh, Much more. Ooh. I did consider it, yeah. It, it was, Um, I've had, pros, again, prostate massager toys in me, and I do like them, and it takes a while. The first time I, I hit the vibrator, what happened was I had a, um, oh, God, was it one of those wee vibes? That I happened to just want to try, and I touched it against it, liked it, took it off, put it back on. I must have counted to five, and I orgasmed. It was just that quick. Wow. Wow. So, all right. I'm, I'm getting back to John at 2004. You're, you're 
piercing your nipples, you're getting tattoos. You see this porn, and I'm assuming that this porn depicted urethral sounding as something erotic, not as something torturous or painful. Is that? Mm-hmm. I, I do recall the videos. It's usually done. There's, there's usually a femdom involved. Right. And it's usually the woman doing it to the man. There are a couple videos, not nearly as many, of it being done to a woman. Mm-hmm. But, again, I'm, I was solo. Didn't have any companions back then. When people hear about urethral sounding, I, I talk to lots of people who maybe I bring it up or they hear it brought up and it's the first time they hear about it and they either immediately like their legs go together and they put their hands over and they're like, oh my God, no, just the thought of that. Because some of them have had experiences I've heard where you go to the doctor and they stick like a Q-tip or something oh, yeah, in, your, cool. in oh, yeah. your urethra and everyone's like, that's so incredibly painful. So how is this different than that? And do some people do urethral? sounding and want to feel the pain too you know that's a good question uh i I can actually i can address this from the medical point of view what it is it's it's a materials issue more than anything else because when you're putting in a urethral sound that's made for that particular job it's made to go in some area that has had liquid coming out of it when you take a q-tip a q-tip was designed to basically get earwax out and to like absorb things into spun cotton over a stick, which is not something you should be shoving yeah. in your pee hole and I mean, in any way, shape, or form. Technically, if you look at the instructions on the Q-tips, you're not even supposed to stick those in your ears. So much less your That's dick. That's true. That is true. Which brings up a good question. What the fuck is a Q-tip supposed to be used for? I don't know to clean That's out like the really little the little nooks and crannies, but not the actual ear hole. I'm not sure, but I stick them all up in my ear hole. And you I know what? I do remember my mom sounds. actually writing the Q-tip company when I was a kid and asking them all these questions. And the only thing I remember from that, that the Q-tip, the, what does the Q stand for? The Q stands for quality. The qu- I'll, I'll give you a quality yeah. tip. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So there is a couple of interesting things to do with sounds that I have used on other people, but I have not had it done on me, which is um, it sort of violates one of my rules because I like to do most things like that. But I've always been a little bit nervous because of my kidney stones. Uh, the two things in particular I'm thinking about, have you ever used a, a tuning fork or electricity? No, no. The only I, I've, Always used, and, and this is like my stickler thing, if I'm going to do something that could get me in the hospital, I'm going to follow the best instructions I can. So the only thing I've ever used was medical-grade stainless steel sounds. And there's different types of sounds. Uh, mostly I use a Hagar sound, which is the one I described. It's just basically slightly curved, but mostly a straight rod. And it's very smooth. And you want to get them, uh, like I said, medical, so they're not, um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for, electroplated. Because if that stuff ever peels right. off and gets inside you, UTIs is not something I'm looking for. Yeah. Okay. So I have a question. Go back to a tuning fork. I know this isn't a plan where it's like sound like, mm, what the <laughs> hell? <laughs> I'll give you a sound. Mm, it's an E sharp or whatever. I don't know. It's a P sharp. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So seriously, I have seen... Because I don't do urethral sounding. So I've seen like tuning fork looking things. And I was like, is that a turning fork? Apparently it is because you're talking about it. How the fuck do I use a tuning fork in somebody's dick? I, I believe you use it on the sound. You don't use it in the dick. So you put the metal sound in and then you hit the sound and use that vibration to touch the sound from what I understand. So I mean, the sound like, hits the sound. The same word thing is getting confusing. <laughs> yes. The tuning the fork the hits sound. the sound. With the sound. The, and okay. With the sound. The tune hits the sound. <laughs> the tune hits the, the sound. Tune. Okay. Oh, we up. need to make a... I want to make a, a song like... um. 
oh, what is the people in the Alps singing? The hills are a lot. Sound of music, like a sound of music kind of song. Like, you put the tune in the sound and the sound in the cock. And now I want to see like 12 guys with different gauge sounds in their cocks and somebody coming with a tuning fork and hitting each one playing a sound. Oh, my goodness. Why is this not a thing? Why is this why is this Next not party. a thing? Next party. Next yeah. party. And then she could you play a tune with all the guys with all the different ones and just sit there with them around you? Ding, 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 Oh, my God. We could call it ding, 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 dings. The sounding dings. Oh, my God. Oh, all right. So, okay. I understand the tuning fork. So now what else? Well, Ken, when you actually said tuning fork, I had actually seen a a porn where someone um, think thinking porn tube or something uh, porn hub where they actually did insert the end of a to the sounding in and which end the the straight end the, so like, they're you know, the straight end so they're putting it in like a sound and then they're just using it directly and wow. then just hitting it. But porn, of course, does stuff that no one should do. I know there's one scene out there where you know it starts off. With an artist painting stuff, and somehow in the next scene, the paintbrushes are being used as sounds, and I'm like, that is so not healthy. No, not at all. This is where porn is just for entertainment, and we do not imitate what we see, because that could be really bad. Wow. Okay. I still have so many questions. I have so many questions. I just like... I need to actually sound someone. I think that's the thing. Cause then well, I wouldn't you, have all You these... helped me do it at a party. I don't know if you remember I, that or not. I, oh my God. What? This seems like a thing I should remember. Is it menopause? Why don't I remember? <laughs> I, I'm not sure. I don't want to say the person's name on air, but like it's, do you, it's somebody who was involved in Team Clown Tits, part of a couple. I think I, we, was, were we at somebody's birthday party. We're at somebody's birthday okay. party, and I had testicles on my back at that party that where they were trying to divine their fortune on the Ouija board tattoo on my back. I vaguely That's remember, and say. it was that, an electrical <laughs> one, right? Correct. It was an yeah. it was an electrical, but it still yes. wasn't like with the big. I want to do the big ones. But, okay. All right, let's take a break real quick, <laughs> and then my devious mind will devise all of these like things I can do with urethral sounds, and we'll be right back, and then we'll talk about them. Hey, psst, did you know? American Sex Podcast has a Patreon page. Becoming a Patreon member is a great way to show your support for this podcast. It works kind of like, I don't know, funding for national public radio or how PBS works. If you appreciate our work and the fact that we provide it to the world free of charge, then you can help support it. And as a member of our Patreon family, you'll be eligible for nifty, cool rewards like bonus episodes, surprises in the mail, and more. Oh, and you'll get all of our episodes early, bonus stories from guests, and access to our private Patreon feed. So you thinking about it? You want to know more? Check out all the details at patreon.com slash American Sex. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash American Sex. Castle Megastore. Once you see their sex toys, you'll want more. I have no idea if Castle Megastore actually has a theme song, but I really dig Castle Megastore. So that's my gift to you, Castle, your very own theme song. And you listeners get a gift, too. If you go to CastleMegastore.com and use discount code SUNNY, that's S-U-N-N-Y, when you check out, you will receive 20% off your order. That's amazing. Castle Megastore. 
Megastore. When you get your sex toys, you'll be on the floor because you'll be using them so much and they'll be so awesome and you'll save so much money. You'll get more than one and then you'll climax for a really long time and you'll just be passed out and you'll be like, oh my God, give me water. That was the best orgasm ever. And we're back with John Luna. All right. Again, I have so many questions. I'm going to go back, though, to 2004, John, who just discovered nipple piercing tattoos in urethral sounding. And you said you did it by yourself. Okay. So I know John right now, John of 2018, is partnered. So how did you introduce partners to this? Does your current partner do it with you? Tell me how that works. My current partner... uh is horrified by this. As she put it, she she respects what I do and wants absolutely no part of it whatsoever. Really? Why? Like, what's the reasoning? Well, it's exactly what you said earlier. The moment you tell someone you're putting someone, you're putting a stick in where and their legs go together, that is the exact response I got when I first said I sounded. Uh, it's just, it's not her kink. And um, she does everything else with me, fire play, roping, all the other kinky stuff. But sounding, uh, I have to go find other partners for that one. Okay, I can I can get down with that. Like it's not your kink, but your kink's okay. But it's not my kink, kind of thing. All right. So, have you ever done sounding where it hurts, or does it always feel good, or is it a line between pain and good? Like I'm trying to, I can't remember when I stuck the thing in my thing, and I don't have a dick, and I don't have a prostate, so I know I can't even imagine what it feels like for you. Well. The first couple times you do it, um, you're, again, you're stretching out tissue that really has never been stretched before. And what you're supposed to do is immediately, well, within a few minutes of after sounding, urinate to get everything out. And let me tell you, the first couple times you do it, it burns. And unless you know this is a norm, it can scare the ever-living shit out of you. Really? You're like, oh, my God, I broke something. Why does it burn? You're just stretching the tissue. Oh, and again, okay. it's a very sensitive. And then what are you doing? You're urinating. Right. So it's already a little acidic, but you have to urinate after. Again, it, it flushes out any debris, any of the um, uh, lubricant that still might be up there. And it just cuts down on urinary tract infections. But um, yeah, for the first couple times you do it, and when I introduce people to it, I got to say, maybe the first five times, it's it's going to burn. Uh, after that, it, I mean, it's not a horrible burn. It's not like flame shooting out or nothing, but it's definitely, yeah, that's not right kind of feeling. But after a while, that does go away. It, the skin inside does toughen up a bit and you don't quite get that sensation anymore. So for listeners trying to visualize urethral sounding, it is not like somebody is penetrating your urethra and they're fucking it like oh, hell no no because that would hurt right so is there any in and out or is it just like you put it in and it stays there kind of what's what's the motion what's the movement initially when i get it in there it's basically dropping letting gravity pull it in especially when working with someone new not to force anything not to tear anything to just kind of let it slide in use lots of lube lots of surgical lube once it gets in there, you you can start getting comfortable with it, I guess, is the mm -hmm. way to put it. Um, I can move it up and down, and it does feel like I'm – best way to put it is being masturbated from the inside. Ooh. Okay, what's surgical lube and where do you get it? Okay, surgical lube, uh, any medical supply store should have it. 
but essentially it's the lube they would use in surgery and when you go ahead and perhaps get a colonoscopy or some other fun thing. But uh. it's lube that doesn't contain glycerin. So if it does happen to get deep in there, if you do end up doing deep sounding all the way to the prostate, you're not putting stuff in there that your body's going to have a hard time processing. Okay. Okay. So John, you said mm-hmm. it starts at like one millimeter, like the size of a wire and you said up to 18 millimeters. How big have you gone or how big have you seen? Oh, the kit I have goes all the way up to 18 millimeter. And I look at that and I'm still like, uh, I'm not up for that challenge quite yet, but I've been doing this almost 15 years. I'm up to 11 millimeter. Wow. Wow. And does that change the way you pee? Like, do you still have a nice, you know, solid stream that you can aim? Like, does it, your urethra snaps back like it was or? It it hasn't had any effect on that whatsoever. Wow. It's, yep. The one thing I will, okay. The urethra is not the anus in the sense that you, we've all done. Thank God for that. Yeah, all of it. <laughs> Shit out of your dick. <laughs> and never, mi- never mix the two. Never mix, <laughs> never mix sounding and anal sex. Oh, yeah, yeah. Too much of a chance of Too much of a surprise. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, bad surprise. <laughs> surprise anal is one. Surprise well, sounding, that's one step further. Like No, the, the, neither no, are I good. <laughs> neither are good. Although my new motto is safety third, so maybe I could lead with urethral sounding next time. What do you think? Uh, no, you know okay. I was thinking of saying the next con- next <laughs> conference we should play, but if safety's third, maybe we'll see. <laughs> so I, it's interesting. One of the sounds that I have here is a little bit too big for me because it's they only like the I didn't get a kit. What I did was they I was I got a series of things from uh, my stem, which is a great company for tens unit stuff, and they have uh, two kinds of urethral sounds. One of them is like. It's got to be one or two. I think it's two millimeters. And then the, the one that's the, the big electric sound go, and it goes jumps right to eight millimeters. Oh. And that seems like it's in eight millimeters is just like, I don't know, maybe half a pinky or so, but it still looks a little bit too intimidating to lead with. Do you think an eight millimeter sound would be something you could start with or should I work my way up? I would work my way up. Um, most people are going to start usually with maybe the five or the six. And I know that doesn't sound far from the eight, but if you think about going from, again, a five or a six to an 11 has taken me 15 years, it it doesn't stretch. There's basically a fiber ring around the head of your penis. And naturally, that, that doesn't stretch a whole lot because in nature, you really don't want anything swimming up inside you. So stretching that out is an extremely long process. Um, going up a single millimeter may take months of sounding every week or every other week. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that kind of goes with the Fibonacci sequence when you're doing like anal sizing, where you go up just a, a fraction, a fraction, a fraction. And then once your body becomes accustomed and it's a little bit more elastic, when you get to about 13 or so, you may be able to jump up like two millimeter sizes at that point because hmm. your body will become accustomed to it's it. It's like gauging your ears. It is. It yeah, is. It's like gauging you your can ears. Go up two like once you get to a certain a point. Yeah. And it's, and it's all mathematical. You plug it into the Fibonacci sequence and you can figure it out. If you can fit in an 11 millimeter. Now you can figure out what's the next largest thing that you can fit in there the same way that you can with your butt. Right. Or veins, like or doctors veins, use that veins, for yeah. veins, for IVs and stuff like math is crazy. Our bodies are amazing. Just, yeah, that's a whole nother kink though math but I, I got a little horror story for you yeah. oh let's hear it oh i want to hear the horror story okay sounds are one thing another thing are plugs basically things you can leave in to keep it stretched or you know it, it's basically a non-piercing pa right 
I had gotten one, and this one had three rings around it. And the rings, they didn't pop out, they popped inward. And it was a same size, about a, a 10. This is two, three years ago. They didn't quite sand down the, uh, I guess, the inside of the ring oh, as well as they should have. Oh, no. <laughs> so it kind of started sliding in just fine. I had lube. And then it was like it, it kind of like went over and then grabbed it. And oh. it had a hard time coming back out, which, again, my heart starts racing. Take my time. I finally popped it out. I'm like, okay, well, just we, I'm not going to do that again for a while. And I just happened to look down and realize just that a little, little cut on the penis <gasps> can produce a lot of blood. Oh, my goodness. Were you freaking out when you saw the blood, though? Yeah. Oh, oh hell yeah. <laughs> That's like, not a place I ever want to see blood coming from. What do I tell the emergency room? You're starting to think <laughs> of stories like, I fell down. <laughs> I, fell I dropped down a piece on of a paper. Bed of nails. Yeah. Everything's okay, but my penis just went right to the nail. That's oh. <laughs> it could be like one I was, in a million chance, Doc. I was filing my chance. taxes and I dropped a piece of paper. It just went straight down my pee hole and gave me this paper cut. No. No, just, you know what, folks, tell, tell the truth <laughs> to your emergency room. Don't lie. I tried to stick a thing in my dick hole. It didn't work out as planned. Please get it out. Would work a lot better than making up a goofy ass Yeah, because honestly, like, we're afraid when we go in, like, oh, we don't want to talk. But they've seen it all. Yes, they've I heard it all. And they probably have radiographs of it all hidden behind yeah. the ER counter. Light bulbs like, look at this guy. Look, asses. Look at what he shoved up his ass. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, honesty. I didn't policy. end up at the ER. Uh, I ended up urinating it burned like hell and about two you know shortly after that it stopped but oh. yeah if i was bleeding for another five minutes hell yeah i'd be in the ar fix this shit oh my god i don't know how they could fix it but they i sure as hell don't want stitches in there oh, oh, <laughs> oh i i gave birth and i ripped myself there and it was bad oh. it was bad it was i had to i had a squeezy water bottle and i had to shoot water on myself when i was peeing to like get the pee because it burned so bad it was awful so i totally feel for you oh my god wow oh, so Speaking of vaginas, so we all have urethras, right? We all do. So men and women. I can I can have urethral sounding. How does that work? Do I use the same kit that you see in all the BDSM toy stores, or are there other considerations I have to use being that I'm someone with a vagina? Okay. Obviously with a vagina, it's a lot shallower. Mm-hmm. I mean, some guys are longer than others, but either way, women are going to have a much shorter urethra. So you can still use Hagar sounds, but you only go in about two, three inches. You never force it. Literally, once I, I lube up, once, first of all, I'll sterilize the area, which sounds funny. But uh, once I lube up the sound and get the lube in there and kind of just put it in the hole, I'll let gravity just pull it in. And I never, ever push it in. Now, once it's in there, putting a vibrator on it. Oh, I love those reactions. Uh, yeah, because what a lot of people don't realize, and we're going to get into a little anatomy. So on somebody with penis, when you go in, you're pretty much directly getting the prostate through the urethra. And for people with vaginas, we have a G-spot. And we have the G-spot is actually the urethral sponge, which is the erectile tissue that surrounds the urethra. So in essence, it would be sort of the same thing. You're kind of going direct to the source, direct to a pleasure spot that's never been accessed in that way before. So I would imagine... 
that it's a ama- like obviously you don't have a vagina so you can't tell me but people that you've seen do this are is it just amazing for them from what i've seen uh-huh. absolutely but the one thing you need to make sure is that this this isn't a sibian right. i know they're going to have an intense orgasm don't buck it cuz the first thing oh. i'm going to do is once they start moving i just pull right out and get 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 clear Oh, because you don't want the the sound to poke you, and then it rams into them, and and then bleeding and crying, and it, it, yeah, and then burning your bladder you is pierced. Yes, yeah, you don't like want to do that. Uh, never want to pierce the bladder ever, ever, ever. That's I, yeah. Oh, I can't even imagine. Okay, so people listening, maybe now are not in the crouch position, and they've gone from being <laughs> horrified to possibly being a little turned on or a lot turned on at this point, and they're curious about all right. How do I start urethral sounding? What are some of the first precautions or first steps they should take? And also some of the the precautions they should make sure that they know, or maybe even a place to go to learn this, because I know bacteria is a huge issue. You can give yourself an infection. This isn't something where you just like grab a chopstick out of the kitchen and shove it in your urethra. So what what do new people need to know? Um there are there's a lot of conflicting uh um strategies on uh what to do for sounding. Um best way to start is get a pair of gloves. I always wear gloves whenever I'm sounding someone else. Uh get a set, they're called Hagar. There's about seven different types of sound. Some are curved, some have like bulbs in them, some are rippled. Hagar are just basically straight, they're what to start off with. They come in all the different sizes. Uh get you again your surgical lube. And antibacterial soap, clean yourself off and start slow. Never force it. As long as you go ahead and just let gravity take its, take its toll and pull the sound in and don't force it. Don't, don't get that challenge accepted attitude and Mm -hmm. want to go up to the next size. That's how you get hurt. And when you say antibacterial soap, you're talking your, your body, the area and the equipment as well. Um, the equipment, I'll either, in between uses, when I'm done, soak in iodine, or I actually put it in boiling water. Okay. So I want to make sure, again, they are completely clean. Um, for men, it's a lot harder to get a urinary tract infection, especially if you're sounding shallow. Once you go deeper, yes, you can go ahead and get one. But for women, we're only going in two or three inches. Mm-hmm. So um, one of my partners that I sound will immediately that night take antibiotics just because she knows she's going to get one. She's susceptible. Wow. To, yeah. Huh. But it's worth it. It's worth a little, little, little antibiotics because it feels <laughs> so good, right? I think so. I love doing it. I love having it done on me and I love doing it. This is I'm 99% top dom, but for certain things and certain people, being this being one of them, oh, I like the bottom. Well, well, however, you know, Ken and I talk about we're, you know, we're into BDSM. We're both con- consider ourselves dominance. Um, however, you can be a bottom, which means you're the person receiving whatever action is happening, but do it in a very dominant way. You could be like, look, pick up that Hagar urethral <laughs> sound, get the five millimeter and stick it in my dick right now. And get down on your knees. I mean, do you ever do it in a very dominant way? No, I haven't. Would you? But that sounds... I would. Yeah? Hmm. That's something I may have to try. Shake it up a little, <laughs> right? Sound me now! 
Well, the best way to do that probably would be first watch uh, Deadwood Season 2, Episode 4, where Al Swearingen has kidney stones, and they use the sound to pop the kidney stones. <gasps> is that a thing? Is that a real thing? Ooh, yeah, is that a thing? Yes. Okay, so you know medicine, and you know kidney stones, and you know penises, so explain this to me, because now I'm, I went from being turned on to being horrified again. Well, it, it, it the original purpose of it wasn't obviously for... Pleasure. Sound, so sounding has a sounding has, <laughs> has a, a medical, medical origin. Yeah. Okay, so what is it? Well, you know, and I don't fully know the medical origin behind it, but I do know that it's used, I think, to uh, clear the urethra. So, like, if they had anything that was going down there, they would want to go to see if there was stones or in there. But John, please correct me if I'm wrong on that because I don't know the absolute origin behind them. Uh, but I imagine that's what it would be for. What do you, do you know anything about the history, John? I, I've read a little that backs up what you said that. Um, they can use it to clear it in case there's anything stuck in there. But one, one thing I've always wondered is for me or anyone else who has sounded for a while and gotten up to a larger size, like at 11 millimeter I'm at now, does that mean if I do get kidney stones, I'm going to have less of a problem with them? I, I don't know. Yeah, actually, I've never it, had them. It does because, well, it, it depends on how deep you go. Most kidney stone problems happen for one reason and that the kidney stone gets stuck in the ureter before it actually reaches the urethra, but if it can bypass the urethra and get in, or the ureter and into the urethra, uh, you will have less of a chance of it getting stuck because you've stretched the tissue out. You can pee easier than somebody who hasn't been sounded. And all of the pain from kidney stones comes from the kidney stone getting blocked and all of the, the urine not being able to get out of your body. And from what I understand, and again, folks, I could be wrong on this, but I think that's why originally they might have used the um, tuning forks that they would stick a sound in there. There would be a calculus crystalline structure. That's the kidney stone. Oh. They would tap it with the, with the um, tuning fork and that would shatter the stone. <gasps> okay. So it was sort of an early form. I, I don't think they do that anymore. It's like 19th century ultrasound. Yeah. It, kind of. Yeah. I mean, oh. it's like, I mean, if you threw some leeches in there, I think we'd have like <laughs> a, okay, a, okay, a full look. 19th century medical degree. <laughs> all right. I have two questions. The first one is when you said, all right, so the medical purpose was to stick some something in there to uh correct an obstruction my mind because i didn't grow up with the penis so i don't know all the weird things little boys try to do i know like little kids will stick popcorn kernels and stuff up their noses and get stuck do boys do that with their penises is that a thing every now and again i mean really? it's, not, it's not super common but like little kids shoving things in their orifices is it's more common in noses than penises or butts oh i didn't that's never even dawned on me okay so now another thing speaking of leeches up your pee hole you <laughs> and this is only that's only a phrase Ooh. we could all say in all seriousness and go yes and um so speaking of leeches up your pee hole I know I have that, no idea where this is going, and I don't know if that's a phrase you actually mean to say. I do, I okay. do. What is the most extreme act, or maybe it's in a video, or maybe it's in person, of urethral sounding that you've ever seen? Because I know you've got to seen some shit, right? Oh, yeah. So tell me. Okay, there is one woman, I don't know her name, uh, I, I believe she's German. If the video is not super recent, like, like not HD, but um, she has sounded. <laughs> of course, she's German. I can say that because oh, yeah, I'm hard German, but they do some freaky ass shit. Okay, so keep I know, going. I want to visit <laughs> soon. <laughs> <laughs> but keep going. Tell me. One video she puts, uh, basically, it looks like a five inch vibrator. Remember those uh, ones with the dial on the back? That, oh, like, oh, yeah. That had about 10 yeah, she gets that in there, which is a it, in good, a in a urethra. 
Yes. You're kidding. That I caught the same girl in another video. <laughs> Holy and Jesus. this is where it gets no it gets worse, Ken. <laughs> Some guy actually puts his dick in her urethra and they tilt the camera underneath so you can see that it's not in her pussy. His dick is in her pee hole. Now I gotta think. I've got you know how I was like, does your pee hole stay stretched? You're like, no, it goes back. I gotta think <laughs> at that extreme amount. And guys in porns have big dicks. I've gotta think that it's not gonna go back, is it? It it will it will snap back eventually. But if you do it regularly, if you're doing any kind of play in a in a body part regularly, if it's in a urethra, if it's in your anus, if it's something that you're doing regularly. You will have a little bit of stretch, but it also will almost always snap back when you're not doing whatever the procedure is that's stretching it. So it will, but not right away. I feel a burning sensation in my <laughs> urethra right now, and I'm not even kidding you. I'm Did not kidding you. No, it's good. I li- kind of like it. Do you want it. me to stick my dick in your pee hole? Maybe. Okay. Maybe. So I, <laughs> I have also heard, and I don't know if this is just something that somebody said or if it's actually happened, but like a penis can go in a penis in extreme, or is that just a story someone made up? You know, I've seen pictures of that, but uh, and I haven't done um, vacuuming. Or, What's vacuuming? Uh, I don't. I don't think you mean cleaning the floor. Penis pumping. Oh, okay, okay. I. It was one of those. One penis was definitely had something done to it that that was not its natural state, and they kind of like put one into the other. But I don't know if the skin was just so inflated that it kind of didn't go in the pee hole. It just kind of rolled forward over the I, right. penis. I don't. I don't. Well, know. I've seen well, foreskin. I, I think that's like, called space docking. Yeah, space like space docking, docking. Yeah, where where I, someone who is uncut. Wow. Um, rolls like their foreskin over another penis. Oh, no, it can also right? be space docking when a penis goes into another penis. Really? Like that it, can you, happen? Yeah. If somebody with a vagina can have their urethra stretched, somebody with a penis can have their urethra stretched. Wow. Okay, so a penis and a penis. Is that... Is that meta? I don't even know what that would be. Space docking. Space space, <laughs> space penis. Space Please, folks, send us all of your space docking pictures. If you have anything that you think might be space docking, send it. Oh. Send them to Ken, because I get enough <laughs> dick pics. I get enough. Do I want not, interesting. I want space docking Do pics. not solicit dick pics for me, but I will look Chicago. at yours. Chicago.ghost at gmail.com. Send them away. <laughs> So that way you don't have to look at them, and that way I'm subjected to all the space docking pictures. <laughs> okay, but I will come look over your shoulder because I want to see that. I want to see. It. And if, okay, if anyone's ever at a party with us and you do space docking, please take us over to watch you do it because I am just fascinated. I'm fascinated. Ugh, for for I, some reason, now I'm picturing space docking in like the Star Wars intro as it rolls up the screen. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play space music when someone's doing oh, space that, docking. That was actually one of my questions for John. Two thousand one. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to ask John. Do you have a playlist for urethral sounding? The sounds of sounding. The sounds of music. I can't say that I do. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I have my nine inch nails and other soundtracks. Oh, nine inch nails. Like, That's oh, very God, sounding. That. Have you? Would you put a nine inch <laughs> nail in your penis? Oh, hell no. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Wow. I am just fascinated. No, no. It's, it's, it's not something a lot of people do. Finding people to do it with is extremely rare. Like, I found five people who actually said, oh, my God, you do this. Can you help me? Can you teach me? I'd love to do it. And everyone else who looks at it goes, what the fuck is that? So how did you find them? 
You just go to everyone at every party going, hey, you're either sounding? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, if you go to my FetLife profile, uh-huh. there are some pictures there. Oh, that's, and I that's decided a great to way to do it. include a cum. Not necessarily go ahead and stick it in anyone's face, but if you care enough, you go through the pictures, you'll see it. If it sparks your interest, there we go. Nice. Nice. And for those not familiar with FetLife, it's FetLife, F-E-T-L-A-F-E dot com. It's like a Facebook, but for pervs and sounding and penises and boobs and all the kinky things are there yeah not pictures of your cat or your grandma that's for facebook <laughs> <laughs> see and over there is my favorite cockpit that i almost sent you a couple months ago wait on facebook it's actually no uh no i was gonna email it to you oh okay i was like <laughs> but, wow but my favorite cockpit actually is a rooster but he's got like a <gasps> bow tie. Oh, oh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Or like a dick pic like Richard Nixon or there you Dick go. Clark, you know. I would right. be less offended by getting Richard Nixon pictures. Yeah. Somebody <laughs> sent me. Somebody sent me. It was so funny. It was a cartoon drawing of a penis, but it was on a guitar pick. And they're like, here's the dick pic. And I was like, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I won't block you for sending me a dick pic if it's that. We won't chastise you for the humor. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. John, this has been absolutely fascinating. And now I really, like I said, anyone listening, if we're at the same parties and you do urethral sounding, no, I don't want you to do it on me. I'm not ready for that yet. And also at parties, I I only top. I don't bottom in public. Um, But I want to watch or try if you, if you know. So, hey. Maybe that'll happen. I think we'll be doing this at Cope. Yay! We'll awesome. We'll go to Cope this year. We can give some, we'll uh, get a sounding set. We'll try some sounding there. Yay! I'm so I'll excited. I'll let you watch me get sounded. How about that? <gasps> I'll do intro to sounding and like I think Lily's done it I before. just came. <laughs> <laughs> that right. was easy. I know, right? No, I wish it were real. <laughs> that would be great. All right. Uh, so, John, where can we find you? Where can we hear your sounds? Because I know you do a podcast, too. <laughs> Plan words. We- that was so great. <laughs> All right. No. Slid that in there real we're- nicely. Yeah, I know. Just like a urethral sound. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you like the sounds of my sounds, you could hear more of my sounds at Living a Sex Positive Life podcast. We're on, uh, what is it? Uh uh, Spreaker and Apple and Google and all that fun stuff. But if you do want to go ahead and contact me, I'm John C. Luna on Facebook, Twitter, and FetLife. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you, John. Thank you. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to American Sex. To keep up with Ken and I, we'll first make sure you watch our TV show, Sex with Sunny Megatron, on Showtime. Then visit SunnyMegatron.com. There you can learn more about us, read our blog, peruse our workshop calendar, or hire us. For what? Well, either for private coaching, or to book us to teach at your event or university, or as sex and relationship writers for your publication. Oh, and don't forget, we're on social media, too. I'm the super social one, so you can find me as Sunny Megatron on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, my YouTube channel, and a bunch of other places. But if you want to get me on Snapchat, you got to look for Sunny underscore Megatron, and you can follow Ken on Twitter at at tag SciChicken. That's P-S-Y-C-H-I-C-K-E-N. Also, please support us by shopping with the affiliates and sponsors from our breaks. And if you contribute to our Patreon, we're going to love you forever. Well, we're going to love you forever anyway, but just go with it. Lastly, if you like this broadcast, tell people about it. Tweet it, Facebook status it, and rate it on iTunes and other platforms. 
Thanks, friends. We'll see you next week on American Sex. 